0: You are listening to a TLR, True Lad Podcast Special, Athletics. I'm Ewan
1: Thomas, and you are listening to TLR. Hello. Hi.
0: (laughs) How are you? I'm alright. thank you very much. Good. So, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, tell us what you do, or what you have done, and how you're known.
1: Okay. Yeah, I used to be an athlete, so I spent most of my adult life. Grown up? I'm not really grown up, but um, yeah, I'll, I'm the British record holder for 400 metres. So um, I was a European champion, Commonwealth champion, World champion, Olympic silver. Then I had loads of injuries and sort of slowly over time started doing a bit of TV work here and there. And I suppose now that's what I do. I pop up on TV now and again, do a bit with the one show and some other bits and pieces. Um, when I'm not doing that, I'm mucking about on Twitter, basically.
0: So which do you prefer? Did you prefer the athletics career or the TV career? Really different. uh, To be honest, probably the athletics
1: career in terms of the things I kind of hated about being an athlete at the time. All the nerves, all the travelling, hotel rooms, living out of suitcases. I kind of miss that now. Now it's gone, you kind of take it for granted. So I think for me, because I had loads of injuries and I didn't have a sort of definite goodbye, if I'd had like a final hurrah and then retired, I'd be quite cool about it, but the fact that I had loads of injuries and I kind of fizzled out, it kind of leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. But saying that, I really enjoy my TV work as well. I get to travel, meet some lovely people, and you don't have to get too nervous for it. You do get nervous, like a different nerves, but you're not going to get any lactic acid in the 400 metres, which is nasty.
0: (laughs) What do you think was the best moment of your athletics career?
1: Um... I think probably 1998 season that year was a really busy year. I won the uh, first European champion, then I also got gold in the 4x4. Then from there, I went and won the World Cup and then travelled straight to Kuala Lumpur for the Commonwealth Games. Everyone thought I couldn't win that because I'd already travelled literally the night before and ended up winning that as well. So I think the whole 98 season was was brilliant. I had some great memories as well from, from 4x4 relays. We had a really good relay team, some good mates in the team as well. So I've got fond memories of the athletics track.
0: What do you think is the, the kind of the hardest thing about being an athlete? I think the
1: hardest thing probably is dealing with injuries. I mean, the training, obviously, everyone knows that's hard if you want to try and be the best. It's a big world out there. You've got to really push yourself. Obviously, you've got to live a relatively sensible lifestyle when, when you are training and racing. But it's probably mentally having to deal with the injuries when, when you sit at home watching... You, your your rivals race when you know you can probably be out there and beat them, but yet you're sat at home injured and you're being told to rest for two or three weeks. Three days later, you think you're all right, you go and train on your injury and you make it worse for a whole year. That's the sort of thing. You've just got to be really sensible and listen to your body. So I think it's the sort of down bits of being an athlete which is the hardest to deal with. It's not the great times when everybody sees you running around on track on television, winning a race or getting a medal. It's actually when you're at home injured and you feel quite lonely. they're, They're the worst times.
0: And what do you think, for someone who's never done the training, how hard is training, So if you're training for an event?
1: Training's hard, I mean, it's as hard as you want to make it. If you, if you train like an average person, you're going to get an average result. If you want to be the best, and you've got to really dedicate yourself. I know it sounds cheesy, but you do have to, like, push yourself that extra mile. I mean, I, I used to train to the point, I was sick, nearly every track session. That was just because I loved to, like, just push my body, but I was a little bit addicted. I was a bit, I was a bit into it, if I'm honest with you. Like, I like the pain of training, so... You know, any event, even like now, since I've retired, I do the odd triathlon or London marathon or anything like that, and, and I've learned, really that if you don't train hard enough for those, which I don't, then the actual race itself is really hard. So, in athletics, the actual competing is the easy part. That's just mental. It's the it's the training, the hard work, the winter, the winter training sessions in the cold snow. They're the ones I count.
0: Is there any kind of mental training that goes on? Because I can imagine you'd have to be pretty kind of focused and mind over matter.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people
1: see sports psychologists and things like that, but um, I didn't. I think I think my mind was one of my strongest points, to be honest with you. I mean, a race can be won and lost in the warm up track. Unless you're up against Michael Johnson or a Usain Bolt today, you're pretty much eight of you going into a final, and normally at a very similar standard. It's probably the person who believes in themselves the most, sticks to their game, to their race plan, and executes their race the best will win. But there's loads of mind games that go on when you're warming up for a race. You know, I used to stare at my rivals. Or even listen to music and, and start swearing at myself only for them to see, God, you're really pumped. You know, if I could see my rivals were sitting down in the corner being quiet, I'd walk around. I mean, I'm pretty ADD anyway, I've got loads of energy, but I'd walk around right in their face just so they could see that I was really up for it. So I think a lot of races are won even before you've heard on your marks because you just got inside their heads. Mm, psyched them out. Not a horrible person. I <laughs> just was quite a horrible competitor. You know, I used to, I'm the softest bloke in the world off the track, but when I used to race... I'd go into this, this second person. I'd just become my alter ego almost. I just had to become that competitor, that horrible person who who looked at my rivals and wanted to destroy them rather than with the guy, you know, giving them a hug afterwards or talking to them the night before when it came to racing. I think you really ought to try and get that mental edge over everyone.
0: And what about, what about the kind of the biggest sporting event? What do you think that's been in kind of like the last sort of hundred years or whatever, what do you think 2012 was like the best British sports event or do you think we've had something else?
1: No, 2012 just smashes everything out of the water, I think. Um, it, being there myself, working there, I worked track sides that, that Super Saturday, for example, when you had Jess Ennis, Mo Farragh, Greg Rutherford, all becoming Olympic champions in track and field, which is without doubt, without no, being disrespect to other sports, it is tough. A lot of people do it, and it's a very hard sport to win an Olympic medal in. So I think that that night in that track, the atmosphere was amazing. I was lucky enough to go watch swimming. I went to the velodrome, just the whole Olympics. And I think what made it amazing as well wasn't just the athletes. It really was all the games makers and the volunteers. The people that every day, when I went to work at six in the morning, was smiling and being lovely to, to everyone coming to the Olympic Park. And when I went home at 11 at night, they were the same people, full of energy. So I think the whole Olympics, the way it ran, the whole teamwork, everything about being British this summer, last summer, was just amazing. I don't think we'll ever top it.
0: Did you kind of feel, although it was amazing to be there, was it frustrating not to be competing?
1: Yeah, I was super jealous. I would have done anything (laughs) to be 10 years younger and still fit. Yeah, I watched all our athletes, and I think, you know, for those who probably are a little bit... What's going on? You know, a rabbit caught in the headlines. I don't think it's until they get like older, like me, and they look back at their career, they'll realise how lucky they were to represent our country at the greatest sporting event on the planet in London. I mean, it was something very, very special for, for a lot of them who may, as I said, not take it for granted, but they may not realise the magnitude of how amazing that is to represent your country at a home Olympics. so yeah I was very very envious to be standing on the side with a microphone I'd love to have been running around the track I'd have done anything for it
0: Do you think that um, it kind of made athletics sort of cool again you know because it kind of it seems to have brought athletics and all sorts of different sporting events back to people wanting to get involved and do it Yeah I think so I
1: mean that, that's the point I mean as cliche as it sounds but inspire a generation that's what the olympics kept saying legacy this and you know we need to get youngsters into it i didn't start athletics um because i just thought that's a good sport i remember watching chris akabusi and roger black and everyone in the world championships 1991 4x4 relay and being proud to be british and i thought wow i want to be an athlete and hopefully the london effect will have the same on youngsters who watch london people be it if they were lucky enough to have tickets or watch it on television they have to have been inspired by some of the stories and i think the Olympics is good, and the Paralympics even more so for the lesser-known sports, you know. Most people will, will know who Jess Ennis is or Mike Farah, but they might not know who David Rear was or, you know, other athletes or rowers or different sports you might not necessarily pay much attention to. But once every four years, when the Olympics and Paralympics comes around, all of a sudden some obscure sports become really popular. So I think nowadays there's a sport for everyone, whatever shape or size you are, there's something out there for you. So, yeah, I think last summer I had to have inspired the, the nation, I hope so.
0: And what, if you could do kind of any sort of like different kind of sport, what would you, what would be your choice?
1: Well, my first love actually, the reason why I didn't do athletics until quite late was I was a BMX racer, so wow. I went to a world championships in Florida, Orlando where I crashed when I was like 12, then I went to a world championships in Brisbane, Australia. Um, I was fourth in the European Championships when I was 13, so when I did BMX and it wasn't that cool. I was the only person in my school who really did it. But now it's gone full circle and it's an Olympic sport, so without a doubt if I could dust off my, my BMX, which is proper rusty in the shed, I would have taken up BMX again. Would you ever have a go? Yeah, I had a go a while ago. I had a go a couple of years ago, just to see if I could still do it. And Yeah, I could, I'm nowhere near was good, obviously. I'm an old man, let's sit on a bike, but uh, I'm not that old, but you know what I mean. But yeah, no,
2: I, I could do it, I could still do some of, the, some of the tricks and that.
0: And what about now, what's the kind of, because you do triathlons and swimming and things now, like what kind of things do you do now?
1: Yeah, I, to be honest, I just don't want to get that overweight ex-athlete look, you know, so I, I'll always try and keep myself in good shape, so I just do different challenges, like I do triathlons, as I said, I did an open water swim at the weekend, which was so far mile. Mar- in Lake Windermere it was freezing but I did it I completed it and I felt really good I do the London Marathon every year I'm doing the Great North Run the Great South Run I'll always sort of try and replace that buzz of competition I never can replace it but it's the reason why I ride a motorbike it's the reason why I, I go out and do different sporting events I try and replace that lovely feeling of nerves as an athlete so I'll always try and push myself and, and do a little bit of sport
0: And what about charities you do a lot of things for other people so is there any you want to mention?
1: yeah, I'm an ambassador for Macmillan for Macmillan Cancer Support. So uh, there's so many great charities out there and, and without talking about it there's a lot of charity mate. I try and um, I try and help out with charity, but Macmillan are my main are my main sort of uh, uh, charity I g- I give to you if I, I've done a TV show for example, oh, God, I can't say stopping on TV yet. But for example, if I was to do a TV show <laughs> and and win some money, I would always donate it to Macmillan. So I just think I'm really lucky. I'm in I'm in the kind of position where being an ex-athlete who works in TV I'm in the kind of position where I can help raise awareness for different charities and I think that's a real privilege for me to to be able to do something like that, that's why whenever I do any sport and event I'll always be wearing my Midland vest.
0: And what about um, Twitter? I think a lot of people know you from Twitter and you have a very famous game called the 1% game so for anyone who doesn't know what it is, tell us about that
1: Yeah, basically the 1% game's changed the way I look at my life and it, it makes you look a bit of a weirdo because I go around now staring at people but what it is is if someone looks like someone, and they can look 100%, you know, 99.9% like them, but it's called the 1% game, so they only have to be 1% of a similarity to someone. So, for example, I tweeted once a picture of a slightly overweight guy on a train in a Man United shirt who looked, he did, he looked like Wayne Rooney. So you take, the, you get his picture, you silently, well, I learned it, it took me a long time to get the knack of taking someone's photo without being caught for it. You've got to be careful, you've got to turn the noise off, you've got to turn the flash off. But if you see someone who looks or resembles someone in the public eye, then you take their picture and you tweet 1%, blah, 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 whoever it might be. But I've also been caught out a few times, you know, I've, I've tweeted pictures of people and uh, they've followed me on Twitter or their their friends have and it's got back to me. So you've got to be a little bit careful. The correct way of doing it would be to go up to someone on a night out and say, don't need to be rude. Has anyone ever told you you look like Clint Eastworth, for example? And if it goes, yeah, I have actually... <laughs> And I'll say, can I have photo for Twitter? So the 1% game is a game whereby if you see someone who resembles someone that people will commonly know, then you get their picture and you tweet it with or without their permission. I don't know how I'm going to get in trouble with the police for like stalking people, but that, that's what I do, yeah. Another 1% amazing. But people do it to me all the time. People will find 1% memes and send it to me. Some of which I retweet because they're very funny. Some are highly insulted. And obviously I, I, I block them
0: yeah the insult 1% game so who about yeah. who do you follow that you really enjoy like whose tweets are your
1: favourite um, well obviously I'm going to say true lad aren't I well done my true lad
0: very, very good <laughs> there's, there's quite
1: a few people there's Jen Cartwright not, there's quite a lot of parody spoof accounts so I think they're really funny. Yeah, they are um, really there, funny there's loads of people out there Paul Skulls, but he's a bit dirty
2: not
1: the real Paul Skulls i would say. there's quite a few people I follow who some of them are a little bit close to the mark Know, I am as well, some of my tweets are a bit risque, but some people are really funny, really bad, but sometimes I'll just tweet and I'll say that I want to follow 10 new people who you recommend, and whoever people recommend, I just try and find follow people who I find funny, so the majority of people I follow are someone who may have made you laugh, and I just think, oh, that was quite funny, I'll follow you for a bit, and then sometimes I'll unfollow people after a while, but usually I forget, so I follow quite a few people.
0: What about, I think, I'm at Emzelina, she's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, she's all
1: right. Some her photos are a bit rude, though. Are they? Do you know the worst thing? Was some of her photos are a little bit rude, really, like unicorn ones. But no, no, she's funny, I'm joking. <laughs> Sometimes it's dangerous. Like, the other day I was on a train coming back from London and Jay Cartwright, not, I think he's at Jay Cartwright, not, um, he posted a picture. I thought, oh, what's that? And I clicked on it and it was rude. So, like, straight away, and then you'd get embarrassed. Someone over my shoulder was looking. <laughs> so, you've got to be careful on Twitter what you open in public places. But yeah, there's loads of good ones out there, there's loads of people on Twitter I find it are really, really funny. Some are really, I follow people for, for non-funniness, if that makes sense, for educational reasons. So it's quite a few newsreaders I'll follow, or, or, or BBC Sport, or Channel 4, you know, where you're going to get some really good updates. You know, it's quite often, you know, I'll, I'll hear hear of events on twitter before i hear them on the news so i think twitter is really good for that for people, I do too,
2: definitely.
1: Who, slag, yeah, for people who slag twitter off and say blah 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 if someone's sent me a tweet yesterday something like are you ever going to post something grown up mbe my ass and i thought like, hashtag mbe but i was like, well don't follow me then you moron you know the, the beauty of
2: twitter if you, you don't have to follow someone i don't get these people who troll and abuse people there's no need for it
0: no but that's their only way of getting attention because they have nothing entertaining to yeah. say site so that's, sorry, that's
1: it's easy hit the you just hit the block button it's quite easy <laughs> yeah but, but i like think... no, I, 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 I like to interact with my followers as well i think i'd like to think they like me for that that i'm just a standard bloke who like if someone tweets me something funny i let them know I, I'll, I'll answer them or i'll tweet them back or i'll try and interact with people i think the whole, the whole beauty of twitter i think is like just the way you can interact with people like actually someone tweeted me the other day and i retweeted it was quite funny because Gabby Logan, who, who I work with, who's very straight-laced and a lovely lady, she tweeted very innocently saying, all these plums are lovely, i have five or something, and she was talking about fruit, and I think in brackets she put a fruit bowl, and then I went back and I, and I said something like, you can't beat a good plum, and then I, I, I put up a picture of a, a monkey with a very large pair of plums hanging down, and like she came back, because I knew you'd come up with something filthy, and then someone tweeted something quite interesting, and said, I love Twitter, where else can Gabby Logan innocently tweet about some fruit she's eating and get a reply from you and Thomas showing an orangutan's (laughs) box? You know, and it's true. Twitter is really good for people just to interact and like, you know, speak to people really.
0: And I think on the whole, I I personally don't like Facebook, I think that people on Twitter are always in a much better mood. There's always a kind of yeah, so you get your trolls and things like that, but I always find that I go onto Twitter and it's full of positivity and funniness and jokes, and you go onto Facebook and it's kind of the whole, like, oh my God, like, you know, my boyfriend dumped me, uh, my world is ending, today is terrible, and it just seems to be on Twitter, it's a much more lighthearted, faster-moving sort of thing, which is what makes people better. I'm, I'm, I've never been on Facebook, I've never been on Facebook, I've never had it, so I wouldn't know,
1: so there, there's your answer to me,
0: Twitter's much better, Twitter's good, I love Twitter. <laughs> yeah, team Twitter. <laughs>
1: You know, like, sometimes, I, sometimes I'll tweet before I think. I'll just tweet nothing for the sake of it. Like, oh, I've just had a sandwich. Oh, you know, I don't know why I do that. But anyway, I've tried to stop tweeting my food pictures because I was a little bit addicted to doing that. Cause <laughs> I like my food. Because I, I stay in hotels so much, I'm away a lot, I just quite like sometimes to share my, my my good and bad room service experience with people.
0: Well, that's still good. That's like, you are sort of rate rooms or whatever it's called. So that's good. it's informative. Yeah, I,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm informing people don't have a club sandwich ever at the Marriott it's rubbish for example <laughs>
0: other oh, rubbish sandwiches available <laughs> i very nice <laughs> okay um right if you had to have a slogan on a t-shirt and you had to wear it every, like you were going to go around where people were going to see you what would it say and why
1: just say it would just have hashtag
0: granny Did I have that <laughs> you can have that granny
1: Granny was a picture I once tweeted in the early days of Twitter. And it caused me, caused me a lot of trouble. Yeah, it was, a, it was a... I don't know why I did it, really. Someone emailed me a picture of a granny in a compromising position, and I thought, that's brilliant, and I tweeted it, and I think I lost, like, 300 followers in about five minutes. You see, and
0: yet... A lot of people
1: loved it. A lot of people call for the granny. The people that haven't seen it, they'll see hashtag granny and say, what is this granny about? In fact, I did a great self-run last year, and two people were dressed up as, like, um, Big Bird and Ernie... And had a massive sign that said, go granny. And I started, I went and saw it. I said, was that for me? And went, yeah, of course it is. And I thought, and that is amazing. People, every day someone will shout granny at me down the street, which is a bit awkward. You but see? Yeah, and maybe yeah. and was, maybe, maybe my, my slogan would be, everyone loves a granny. I just, yeah, everyone, everyone loves their granny, maybe. Yeah,
0: that would be my slogan. <laughs> well, we put that picture on too, and it gained us about 500 followers. <laughs> so it just shows you. Bad picture. But anyway. <laughs> She's a good woman. You know she's got she's got yeah. bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, true. Don't, don't judge Granny. <laughs> no, no, I'm
1: sure she's, she's someone's mother though, isn't it? That's what. Well, anyway, I've got a mental image in my head now of <laughs> the Granny. I don't, I don't want
0: to talk
2: about it anymore.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's nice. I'm going to fire questions at you, and you have to okay. say the first thing that comes into your head. Okay. Also, we have. Um, I think so far, I think David's actually winning so far. The first thing I want to ask you is to name as many Olympic cities as you can in a minute. So I'll just wait until the next minute rolls around, <laughs> because I'm highly highly. i quite out. boring at that kind of
1: thing, though. Well, I might be all right but go on, you tell me when you're ready. Is that the first question, yeah?
0: That will be the first question, yeah. I'm just waiting for Come the on, to...
1: hit me with it. Okay. Do you want the dates as well?
0: I'm a geek, Athens
1: 1896, for example. No, I only know that one. I did it's green green sports, sign, Not that that. What's the record? I reckon I can do at least 15.
0: Okay, well, it's 19 so far. Okay,
1: tell me when to start.
0: Okay. Ready? Steady? Yeah. Go.
1: Athens. um, London, twice. Um, Stockholm. Berlin. Oh, LA. Um, What else have you got? Helsinki. Um. Rome. Mexico City. Los after Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles might have had it twice, but no, I don't have not have that you have to check that. And um, obviously
0: Barcelona, Atlanta, Sydney, Athens, Beijing, um oh God. What else? Oh, Paris. Yeah. Uh, how many is that? That's quite a lot. That's sixteen. He got four to go to be in. Oh my god. This <laughs>
3: And LA is
0: twice and yep. Berlin Berlin
1: Yeah you said uh, Berlin Munich Munich
0: the one with the disaster Munich that's right that. 17 okay um, I think I
1: might
0: be wrong I've got a to feeling Tokyo
1: have had a world championship I think they've done an Olympics as no, well no they did sure yeah that. that's okay Yeah. Um, I, I've, done, I've done Helsinki haven't I yep oh I'm panicking now I, I can't remember what I've said Barcelona definitely Atlanta
0: definitely you've got LA Montreal Montreal and Canada 19. you've only got to get this. one to beat him now I don't know which
3: one I said. I said Seoul,
0: Athens, Sydney, obviously. Eight. Seven. Mexico, Tokyo. Six. Melbourne, Australian Melbourne, that one. Yes. There you go. You're now our winner. (laughs) Oh, oh, I didn't win it. Did I win it? Yep, you've won it. You've got 20. I'm the official geek. (laughs) There
1: must be bigger geeks than me. There'd be more than 20
0: Olympics. Well... I've got um, Andy Turner coming on tomorrow. I'll ask Cassie this afternoon. Oh, he won't beat it. <laughs> he won't beat <laughs> we'll try them. OK, He'll your next... You'll probably get about five. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> yeah, he can. He's all right. loves
2: love
0: it. <laughs> um, how many gold medals did uh, UK get in the 2012 Olympics? Oh,
2: God, how do I not know this? I don't know. 32. Nope,
1: 29.
0: How many silvers? Oh, it's not a bad
1: guess.
0: <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's only three out. It's not like I was working there or anything, is it? Right, okay, next one. How many silvers? Oh, oh, um, 42. 17. Oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> okay. How many bronze? 19. Yes, well done. Okay, so that's how many did they get overall?
2: Well, hang on, can I get a
1: calculator out? Oh, no. Hang on a minute, okay, so hang on, hang on, do it mentally
0: then, okay, so hang on, 19. 19, 17 and 29 and I'll give you 30 seconds, go. 30, 29, 28, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 26, 25, 24, 23, Fifty five. 65, 65, what did I say? 55. You know I said, 65. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> you
1: know You've
2: got to give
0: me that. I did mean, honestly. Nineteen seventeen and, and Okay. How okay, named five gold medalists from twenty twelve. Ah, oh,
2: Chris Oy, yeah Justin Mo yeah. Greg Rutherford, Ben Ainsley.
0: Good work. Okay. Um what were the top ten most watched events from like from home? So so televised, like what were the top ten we have the top 10 highest viewing figures for the Olympics. Well,
1: um, OK, would you classify Super Saturday as one, or can I say three three different events on that? So you can say the men's long jump final?
0: Uh, yeah, they're all separate.
1: OK, so men's long jump final. Mm-hmm. Um, the two, Jessica Ennis' last, uh, the heptathlon, probably yep. 800 metres at the end. Um, Mo Farah 5K, Mo Farah 10K. Yeah. Um, Chris Hoy, uh, any of the events. OK, I have one event. Um. Ah, uh, oh, Tom Daley diving. That would have been up there, wouldn't it? Tom yeah. Daley diving. The men's one hundred meter final. The men's two hundred meter final. The men's four by one hundred meter final. Yeah. That was the same. Uh, yeah, yeah, trust me. Last track event.
0: <laughs> okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> um. Well, how many
0: is that? I think you're about. Oh, God, Bradley! Oh, come on now, Bradley! Wiggins time, trial well, do you know what was interesting? What they actually were? The most watched was the opening ceremony. The second most watched was the closing. Third was Usain Bolt. Fourth was Mo Farah. Five was Jessica Ennis. Six, Tom Daly. Seven, Greg Rutherford. Eight, Usain Bolt. Nine, Mo Farah. And ten was Sally Pearson. Wow. I was quite surprised. Australians living
2: in Britain, are not
0: Potentially, yeah. I wondered if it yeah. was correlating to when they were actually televised. I was thinking, is it more like, you know... Possibly. I did did alright there didn't I you did very good you're very good the last person I asked just went I have no idea (laughs) so you took part how many more questions have I got
1: I'm I'm on a roll I'm feeling good I've got a bit of a cold sweat on though how many more
0: questions have I got to go you've got a few are you ready what year was the Stockholm Olympics Stockholm Uh,
1: 72
0: 1912 Okay, sorry what year was Athens Greece the first ever Olympics 1896 very good good at this okay why were summer olympic games not held in 1916 1940 and 44 um did i get that right you did yeah i'm on (laughs) can you name three winter olympic um sites uh uh, you've got
1: got sochi next year can i have that or not
0: no yeah you can have that that's fine
1: Sochi, um, you've had, um, Quebec, uh, Montreal, I must have had it as well, so you have Montreal, um, I love Sochi, um, Vancouver, I'll make it now, I think, um, no, Vancouver.
0: Vancouver. Vancouver, yes, it? that's three, how many did you want, four? You've done it, no, you've done it. Oh, okay, there you go. Good work, and let me just double check, I've got all of those in there. Um, Okay, and now you've got to name um, four Paralympians. Oh, come on, it's what I do. Okay, Okay. are you putting them in the spot now? Okay, so you've got um, David Weir. Yep. Yeah, Uh,
1: Johnny Peacock. Yep. Hannah Cockcroft. Yep. Let's go for Eddie Simmons, just put a swimmer in there. All
0: right? Very good.
1: Yeah, lovely, lovely. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what would you like to it's say it's probably
1: one of my proudest things you know working on the Paralympics I
0: love working with them. I love the Paralympics I'm, I'm going to uh, we had David on yesterday and we've got um, a couple of other people coming on and I'm trying to persuade Johnny Peacock that he wants to do it <laughs> so He'll do it. he's a nice boy
2: he's a mini me I've
1: got a really good picture I should send you actually It's not seen a 1%
0: Johnny Peacock <laughs> no. That's me and him It's brilliant but there's one with me in the studio oh, I'll send it to you genius I love him because he, he and if you watch him he always swears when he crosses the finish line it's like yeah, his he's default a good, he's a good lad. thing Yes. What, like anyway. <laughs> what, like what would you like to what say anyway you can adopt him what would I like to what what would you like to say to the lads if you could say anything to them what would you say to who to all the lads who are listening to everyone who's listening mm. keep it real simple
1: <laughs> isn't it it's, just you know keep oh my phone's ringing I'm having my phone just keep it yeah I don't know, really. What, you mean like something that's a word of wisdom or just like a keep it real? Keep it real. Anything. Keep it real. Um, keep it real, keep it in
0: your pants. <laughs> true lad. <laughs> What's your definition of a true lad? A true
1: lad is someone, you know... See, lad's lad. you can take too far, yeah? On a night out, a, a, a good lad could be a bit too laddish and you go, I can't make, calm that down a little bit. You've overstepped the lad, the lad mark. I think a true lad is... Someone who will stand out amongst their friends as the joker. That's a true lad. So if you've got a bunch of lads on the night out, you'll know the true lad. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be some male, sexist idiot who's going to run around annoying everyone. That's a pest. But a lad will be someone who's the front of all the jokes, who's a kind guy, who'll look out for his mates. But also, when he needs to, he can treat a lady like a lady. That's the definition of a true lad.
0: Oh, I want one. You want a lad... I do know yeah. you can't get the, you've got to find the
1: right lads there's too many lad lads out there <laughs> you've got a lad who's got the lad switch you can you can have like normal overdrive or supreme overdrive you've got three switches
0: you've got to be able to turn it down <laughs> the level times. of ladness <laughs> yeah and and what the of, level what about anything that you've got coming up that you want to tell anyone about is there anything that we should come and see you do or anything like um, well the summer's a busy time
1: for me because I host um, the athletics events so I'm mean, the trackside infield host for the Diamond League, so I've got Birmingham next weekend and I've got the the, the World Championship trials I host out, then the Olympic Park Run I'm hosting that which is gonna be cool. And then the week after you've got the anniversary games which I also host at the Olympic Stadium. So it's gonna be really nice to be back there. So and I'll pop up here and there on television. So yeah, just uh yeah and and, and enjoy the one percent day If you don't follow me, get on it. And if you Want to send me some 1% percent? We'd love like to receive them. The good ones and the bad ones. Some
2: of the bad ones are the best ones. I've had many like 1% that are horrendous, but they're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Does okay. that
0: make sense? They're so bad they're good? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. They're, it's, they're often more funny because if it's too good, it's like, mm, well, yeah, it looks just like him. It's no good. <laughs> well, thank you very much. My name's James Ellington
2: and you are listening to TLR.
0: Hi, James. Thank you for coming. <laughs> no, worries. <obviously. laughs> so, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, who are you and what do you do? Um, people that don't know who I am, my name is James, obviously, and
1: I am a sprinter, 100-200m sprinter, that represents Team GB, I went to the uh, the Olympic Games last year, and um at
0: the European Team Championship right this second. I know, that's very exciting, isn't it? and I'm very excited by that I saw that and I thought this oh. is a very well timed interview yeah, yeah exactly you see me running t- tomorrow yeah and so what events are you doing this weekend um,
1: well this weekend is kind of a kind of a rest weekend for me so I'll get to just do the relay which is which is good I can get to see the other guys compete um, so yeah I'll just be doing the relay tomorrow and then next weekend I'll be running in the Birmingham Diamond League
0: over
2: 100 metres
0: and how was um, 2012 for you how was the Olympics Uh, tell us about that, that fascinates me you put yourself on ebay Did it work? Did you get your sponsorship? Yeah, I got sponsorship. managed to, to acquire the money that I, that I needed to train full-time, and he saw me through to the end
1: of 2012 and carried on to the end of 2012 but Initially it was supposed to be six months, but he carried on once, I made the big team because I had my school at the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, it worked really well.
0: That's fantastic. That's really it kinda of shows you how things have changed, doesn't it? That's a very sort of modern approach and things to take. Yeah,
2: well I think there's a lot of, I think Athletics is a very small economy and I don't think a lot of athletes look outside the block.
0: Do it. That's oh, yeah. Alright. Alright. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. yeah uh, you seem very and I'm sure you could do wonders for me. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, you do the 100 and the 200. Um. Which yeah. do you kind of focus on? How does that work when you come to training? Did you always know that you were going to do this? Was it kind of, this is it? Yeah. Do you, uh, you know what? Like, I know it sounds a bit of cliche and corny when people say, yeah, I know I am born to do this stuff, but I remember going back to 1988. You, um did you find it hard to kind of get um to because obviously it takes a lot of training from a young age and it's quite hard when everybody else is going out and they're drinking and they're doing the whole like young culture did you kind of stay like right i've got to stay straight i've got you know were you so kind of determined that you stayed sort of feel like you've got your you're in your zone yeah i feel
1: like i'm just starting now
0: and how different is this weekend because obviously this weekend you're running for the country rather than just running for yeah. you how, how is that is that very different And what's it like putting the GB vest on for the first time? Get to keep the vest. Yeah
2: yeah yeah we get to
0: keep our kit. Can I have one? <laughs> I want to do the vest. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. <laughs> I'd be <just> so happy. <laughs> what about your tattoos? Tell me about your tattoos. You have loads. the thing there isn't it you get one and then you kind of it's almost like a Pringle thing you know you get one you can't stop sort of thing it's that um and then they do look they do look good when you get them together I definitely think there's something yeah. about like and then you sort of realize it's like a muriel or whatever you call it yeah. <laughs> it's art yeah. And is there anything that um, you would say to someone who is perhaps like in their teenage years, who's got a talent for running, but doesn't really kind of know what to do with it? You know, is there like a specific thing um... they should do? Attention! Have you found that you get a lot of female attention?
2: Yeah, it, I, mean, I get a fair bit of female attention. Um, I think athletes in general,
1: you see come out and they're um, in shape and you're on TV, you're in university, and you're like a show. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to draw some sort of attention, but it's not like um, it's not like everyone thinks. I mean, I
2: think it's competition the places we go to a pretty boring most of the time, so we're just <laughs> stuck in a hotel. We train on the training track, and then we're running. As soon as we're done, done off the track, basically back, back to that hotel, on the coach, on the plane, wherever, back home. So yeah, there's tension, but
0: there's not as much as people think so. What do you think of social networking? How do you get on with like kind of Twitter and Facebook and things like that? Can't, you can make it through the day without hearing a life quote or realising yeah. that... Yeah, you're
3: the nail on the head, I can't stand that no,
1: like, I, I look through my Twitter feed line and I'm just thinking, like,
2: Oh, come on, man. Like, everyone that is in some inspirational
0: up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that does my head yeah. That's it. That's it. Or the, the people. I love the people who... Um, Oh, like, some people. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know
1: my son's doing. i so boring on Twitter, man. Like, you get up and you say, yeah, going for dinner, had a nice lunch, now I'm off to the track. I'm like, yeah, cause that's what I've done. And I want some inspirational stuff like that. I feel
2: like, well, to be honest, it's just... <laughs> it's
0: fake, isn't it? I'm not... you I'm not... a bit corny, and, yeah, I'm not going to preach to everyone. So, no, I think you've either got to kind of... um I'll tell you who we follow who's funny is Ewan um, Thomas. Like, he's quite funny because he's got, like, his own kind of thing. I think you've either got to be like that and people kind of love that that whole style or, you know, you've got to be vile and attack people because there's always that kind of like, thing of people who bite all the time. But I know people who are always like, oh, my God, kids, stay in school, eat your dinner, you know, do what your mum says. Like, Wow. <laughs> I mean, true lad is obviously the best thing to follow on Twitter, obviously. Say that again? I said true, true lad. True lad is the best yeah, thing yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just
1: on it today and I'll, um, see I'm seeing some of
2: tweets and yeah, very, very entertaining. I'm laughing
1: actually.
0: <laughs> you see, it's, it's, all about, um, it's all about having a sense of humour. Yeah, exactly. What do you think is the definition of a lad? Say that again, sorry? What do you think is the definition of a lad? Do you have any um, kind of top tips on how to pull women?
2: Top
1: tips how to pull women? Alright. Don't come with no cheesy lines. No. no.
0: don't want to hear my pickup lines then i i was the queen of pickup lines, <laughs> in, if you want your pickup lines then. okay do you want to play titanic go on um i'm gonna yell iceberg and you're gonna go down <laughs> 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 and then and then uh, and then my next one if you want to be a bit more subtle because obviously that's a little bit full-on for a first meeting so you are sit at the bar, I walk over, I have a coin in my hand, and I tap you on the shoulder so you turn around, and I flip it and I say, it's either going to be head at mine or tail at yours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they're good, you know? the reason why they're good is because they're funny. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, yeah, you get, get nine out of ten for them,
0: Thank you, most people just run away scared, but... <laughs> That's the thing, I think humour is so important. I think that's a really big part of... There's nothing worse than someone approaches you looking really nervous and really serious. You either think uh, serial killer or yeah. virgin. There's one or the other. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Which way is it... Kill- or both. Imagine that. It's even worse. Wow. <laughs> either way, it's yeah, not nice. going to be a fun evening. It's
2: not a good outcome,
0: though. No. Is there any charities or anything we should talk about? Actually, we should. Talk about your charity. I want to know about this. Um, I'm an ambassador for a charity called Trekstock. And it's just um it's basically a charity raising awareness and trying to raise money for cancer and
1: children. Yeah. So yeah, I think I was I was thinking about maybe then this season doing some, some sort of charity event maybe, I don't know, going up
2: to Manjaro or something extreme like
0: that. I think we so, should do the dates thing. I think we should have a dinner thing. And yeah. um, we should sell you.
1: me. And all the money we get goes
0: <laughs> to Yeah, and you could have, like... We could we could have, like, a week. We could get people to donate yeah. five dates and somebody buys the dates and we'll get all these women in here yeah. middle-aged and a little bit frustrated but rich. What if I don't get,
1: what, what get no-one that wants to buy
0: me, though? They will. They'll want to buy you, trust me. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, uh,
0: cool. I'll do that, That's what we should do, right? We've, we've got your commitment now. Because we're going to have a true lad's, like... Pimp my lad tonight, or something. Oh, I'm up for
2: that. I'm up for that. Anything
0: well. <laughs> That's good. If you had to have a T-shirt on, no, okay, let's phrase yeah. this a different way. If you were wearing a T-shirt all day and it had to have a slogan on, what would it say and why? Hmm. You might have to
2: wear a T-shirt on
0: a date. Yeah, well, just like in a general kind of like, you everyone's going to see you, oh, so you've got oh, to wear all. it.
1: I say hundred percent real.
0: I like that. Would you have a hashtag? Yeah, yeah, I could have a hashtag hundred percent real. I think the reason I
1: do that is because yeah, I'm real. I'm I'm pretty outspoken with what's on my mind. I don't, I don't don't beat around the bush. And
0: um, yeah, I think I'm an upfront guy, so that'd be my slogan. I think that's good, though. Like when it comes down to training and music, what do you listen to? Do you have any kind of like? Um, well, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit crazy when it comes to my musical taste, right? So going into competition
1: now, uh, I'd like to start nice and calm because you don't want to, you don't want to get too high. As you're, like earlier on, I was going to burn out your adrenaline. So I'd normally listen to like classical music, believe it or not. Okay. And um, i would sit there listening to a bit of classical for maybe 45 five minutes, just chilling out, laying down, stretching.
0: And then i have slowly progress, so go from classical to so a little bit of hip hop, and then probably in the last 35-40 minutes of my Walmart straight drawing on base going middle in the headphones. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: What kind of hip hop do you listen to? Like who who have you got on your iPhone or whatever? Um, at the moment I'm listening to a lot of the national you know, French Montana. hmm Um but I listen to a lot of UK
1: artists, so we've got quite a we've got quite a few good UK rappers, they're a bit more
0: underground. Um oh, I'll yeah, know them. So, Tell me who you listen to. Yeah.
1: Uh Young Spray. Mhm. Um I used to listen to gigs but he's kind of
0: He's gone off rather, hasn't he? Yeah, he's not really doing too much at the moment. It's only I have a Young Spray, um a guy called Blade Brown mm-hmm.
1: and I'll see I'll see what else. Trying to think of what, what I listen to. Um Yeah, that that's basically it. I'm
0: gonna so we we'll make you a playlist that's a really good idea you yeah see? that'd be good and I'll test it out in the
1: competitions yeah
0: and if you don't do well I'm going to hide <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like it wasn't my playlist you hit it shuffle do well. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shuffling that um, have you ever wanted to do music yourself do you ever see yourself like, emceeing or singing or? Um, I used to, you know I used to do that like, when I was like
1: I was really into that DJ and stuff like. I got some turntables. I had loads of. I had loads of old school garage and house. Oh and, um, wow. In the club, I don't know what it's called now. I think it's called um, Rococo
2: in Leicester Square. Mm-hmm. It used to be called Shush, Shush Rooms. And then yeah, I got a gig there when I was like 16 and I was on a turntable. like, mixing up the tunes and that and I was like, yeah, this is something I want
1: to do. But um, yeah, like I'm a lot of teenagers get
2: bored
1: with their hobbies, are I didn't know to done with it because I can need to have buy some games from my PlayStation <laughs> and then I was just like oh, I couldn't get back into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I've always been into music.
0: Is there anything you'd like to say to everybody listening? <laughs> No, I think that's one of the most, whether you do anything creative or, or kind of physical with sport, if you enjoy your job, I mean, I, I love my job, and I think if you do, I think it's just so much, like, it's a, it's a real privilege. I remind myself when I'm really tired or stressed, I think, yeah, but you do something you love, like, that's pretty, pretty lucky. Very good. And where can we find you online? Round yeah, two is going to be even better. Yeah,
2: round two should be even better.
0: Yeah, for real. I think it would be amazing. You're going to sell your body on True lad this time. <laughs> <laughs> what about tattoos? Are you open to get a tattoo if someone sponsors you? <laughs> like, how far can we oh, go? <laughs> oh, um, that depends.
2: I don't know. It depends what the tattoo.
0: Wants. You can you know, imagine, that? like, right, right across your forehead, my protein, or like Red Bull? And they'd have to buy you like a like fringe or like a hat or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Like a sweatband. Um, <laughs> some flesh flesh coloured sort of plastic things to stick on my head every time I the in. Yeah, would <laughs> be like a big plaster. <laughs> oh my lord. I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for joining us. For anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do, can you tell us a little bit about that, please?
3: Yeah, um, I have. sport called ski cross. Uh, It's a little bit like uh, the BMX, uh, the Summer Olympics, but for winter on skis. Uh, It's basically like four people kind of battling it out uh, to finish, and top two uh, of each four goes through to the next round until there's a winner.
0: Wow, how did you get into doing that? Uh, I've been
3: I've, I've been into like extreme sports Well, uh, I I love winter sports. I've been skiing forever, so I kind of fell into it, and I've been full time skiing for about um, eleven years
0: now. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been a long time, and uh, <laughs> I love it. Wow, I think that it's such um. It's a really different sport as well. You know, I think it's one of those things because, you know, everyone can kind of kick a football around or, you know, it's a really kind of it's something yeah. really different, isn't it, as well? It must be quite exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's,
3: I get some really funny responses, though, when, when I tell people why I do. So. I can
0: imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, um, for the guys listening, what do you think is the um, kind of the, the best thing? You know, when people approach you on Twitter or whatever, what do you like and what don't you like?
3: a bit quirky. Um, just, you know, I, t- I tend to kind of avoid the like um, straight talking, like "Oh, all right, yeah, let's hit me up, Snapchat me, that
0: kind of thing." Like, oh, really? Um, <laughs> What's going to you know, be on the Snapchat? That's the scary <laughs> thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! A bit is always kids, right? Yeah, definitely. You can, you've got to come with something, come with a personality. You know, don't don't kind of. I think um I think I always find the people who come up to me on Twitter who just go hi and I'm like hi they're like you okay I'm like yeah I'm like you yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> this is like, good chat, good yeah chat. <laughs> this is gonna take a while the whole concept of Twitter yeah. is you have 140 characters to say something that's you know it's about honing your skills it's not about kind of you know <laughs> exactly exactly you just don't
3: get that sometimes
0: no and no one cares what you had for lunch who cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird that's
3: a bit like that's a bit Instagram but that's a bit
0: too like mm, like what I'm eating that's okay. it you see I don't have an Instagram I don't kind of um, I don't know I sort of feel I'm always a little bit scared about how much of your life should you really put out there in pictures <laughs> so. yeah Bad. I was thinking like the other night when um, I was having, I was i had a few drinks, let's be honest, and I thought that maybe I could break dance and do The Worm, and I ended up friction burning my head. I don't think I'd want that on Instagram. <laughs> I feel it wasn't one of my sexiest moments. <laughs> but for everyone else, that would be great. I know. So, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm encouraging you to, to join it Get the Instagram. I can imagine, you know, there's those moments. I think that's the weirdest thing because I think when I was younger and kind of when I was at college in uni and union stuff, and you know when you're going out, um, we had disposable cameras, and so I find this whole, like, I kind of feel sorry for the younger people who are, who are all Instagram and Facebook, I think, my God, the amount of pictures you get tagged in, when you look awful. Oh, and they horrendous, isn't it? You've
3: always got that dread after it's like, oh God, what am I picture doing?
0: <laughs> it's the notification when your phone pings and it says, you've been tagged in the picture on Facebook, I think, oh God. <laughs> Oh no. Oh day are like, oh God, what have I Oh dear. well okay, so the guys have been asking us lots of questions for you. So I shall ask away. I'll leave their names out because some of them are um, <laughs> some of the very interesting questions. The first question <laughs> we've had a lot of people asking, um, are you single and can they have your number? and uh, uh sure sure why not give it out <laughs> we'll put it we'll put it out there <laughs> no. trust me we'll just despair, see what happens that would be quite funny actually we number roulette <laughs> i'll put i'll put out three numbers later one of them's pam's if you get it right first time then then you get yeah. to. One. we could we could auction you do you fancy doing a date for charity <laughs> like fantastic you see that's exactly it so you can win a date with Pam and she's a hot lady I've seen pictures <laughs> okay thanks thanks appreciate that you want a date with Pam trust me and she's got skiing skills and she's you know and they, and everybody who does kind of winter sports they always drink don't they all of my friends that do winter sports drink so be- yeah Are they quite incestuous? Do you find it's like you know everyone gets drunk and and they all like have a bit of each other?
3: Yeah, to be honest. <laughs>
0: I'm not, I think, do you know, these are the kind of things that would actually sell the sport. They should do an advert with you, like saying, you know, <laughs> come here, <laughs> like, get wasted, get laid, play in the snow then you'd have like all these people winter olympics you see that's coming now i think that i'm a little bit um i don't know what the word is not disappointed or frustrated but i think it's a bit sad that there's not more kind of you know the winter olympics is coming guys we've got this we've got you know it doesn't seem to be very supported so we want to change that support the winter olympics hot girls like pam on skis later on (laughs) getting a bit crazy you would love it (laughs) yeah
3: sexualize oh, okay. the winter oh,
0: olympics just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for anyone who doesn't know where is it being held and what what is like the winter olympics what kind of thing can they watch so
3: uh the next olympics is uh, next february in russia Wow. Um, I've, I've been over there this year which was interesting
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it all about vodka
3: like any drinks or whatever like well you can buy water but you can get like a pound of vodka how oh, weird you know and it didn't even even want stuff to have labels and things you're just like what <laughs> what is this <laughs> so um yeah god knows what it was but it was the uh, yeah pretty, pretty hilarious to see they've got they've got um we've got like the skiing obviously which is like my my thing obviously we've so got like the freestyle skiing and the freestyle skiing in
0: um, my sport which is quite cool because it got a really good reception at
3: the last Olympics it's only the second time it's been in the Olympics so it's a really fun one to watch which is
0: quite cool so you're like a pioneer of your generation <laughs> <laughs> wow yes I am <laughs> and you're making never, snow sexy that before, so I have. <laughs> you see I think this is this is an impressive thing now I want to win the date with Pam you see <laughs> well you know like I said i'm I'm open so okay oh wow you have to be so careful once i said something like that and i had um a lot of very um how can i say this nicely on it um a lot of very enthusiastic lesbians (laughs) come and find me on twitter (laughs) Okay, now, just to, just to summarise for anyone who's just joined us now, not only will the Winter Olympics have hot girls in that like vodka, and I'm going to say hot tubs just to add to the mix, um, also there's lesbianism. I'm now definitely going to the Winter Olympics, and I think everybody else should come too. <laughs> What, what more could you want? So, what kind of training do you do? Do you have, is it kind of gym training, running training, cardio? What's the kind of regime? Yeah, I mean, uh, during the
3: summer, it's massively off kind of gym focused. It's uh, three sessions a day, strength and cardio and, you know, plyometrics and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's full on, uh, a lot of work, but, you know, I've, I've definitely got a lot of work still
0: to do. but diet so it's good and you feel good I always think that I'm quite into working out and have all my protein and all that stuff and I actually I feel so fantastic when I'm like that I, I just think it's um it's a, it's a mentality thing as well I think with sport isn't it you know yeah. you've got you've got to feed the mind as well as the body in a sense haven't you? what kind of things yeah, do you eat definitely. skiing is it like heavy on carbs or is it kind of
3: carbs and you're eating all the time just because you're you know when you're at, like cold temperatures and you're at altitude you're burning so much so um, it's quite hard to remember when you come to summer like oh wait I stop eating so much you know <laughs> you don't, don't eat that so, um, it's kind of like a change um, from summer to winter
0: Who do you think is is kind of, who are the people to watch for the Winter Olympics for GB? A kind of like a lifestyle do you find that you still get a lot of time to go and do what you want to do is it kind of like a good job is it one of those things where you think i love what i do on the career like how how long can you you know is it different to athletics and football and things like that like how long do you think you can go on for what kind of age do people retire whoever wins a date with Pam don't try and snap her okay we need her on our team <laughs> just a just a you know, little heads up there she's delicate what do you think is your worst injury that you've had so far um I broke my neck quite well,
3: quite a long time ago and, and that, yeah. that was
0: I'm sat here kind of thinking oh my god I don't want to do this sport <laughs> that's terrifying <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It is. <laughs> whoever wins the date with Pam she's also hard as nails just chucking that in <laughs> I think um, I think as well though when you've had a bad like fall or a bad crash or whatever it must be hard to kind of get back do you find that you have to get back up there straight away or do you think it's about taking a bit of time
3: Whatever or it'll kind of go straight away. Um, but when I come back, I I, I never really think about what happened on the or the injury I had, whatever. Which is which is quite useful you know, like I just go process it. So I think as soon as I start to kind of think about it or, or remember or whatever, I think that's kind of be the beginning of the end,
0: really. Yeah, definitely. What about a first date? What's your ideal first date?
3: A uh, I drink, have a bit of a chat, nothing too nothing too crazy, um, a bit of fun really, um, there's nothing,
0: nothing too, too out there. <laughs> and what's your type of guy? We've had a lot of people asking us, what kind of guy are you after? I love, I love how you um, have to be after someone, like a predator. <laughs> like, what, who are you trying to track down? Who are you pursuing? <laughs> Christ.
3: Yeah. Um, because I love all like all sports, I love to kinda of do a bit of everything. So it's 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 fun to have someone that can kind of appreciate
0: that a
3: little bit. And uh yeah, someone that's funny, for sure. Mm-hmm. I
0: just, I really I'm I'm a sucker for a funny guy. Yeah, I think so. Someone who's got kind of the charm and the lines and the it's confidence, yeah. isn't it? It's not arrogance, it's confidence, it's that whole Definitely. kind of there's you know... a big difference between those two. Yeah, massively. I, I meet a lot of people and think, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You are... Uh, no one is going to love you as much as you love yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, that's um, just awful, isn't it? Yeah, like, it oh, is. No. And I think uh, people, co- people confuse cocky and confident as well. I think someone who's really confident, who's, who's able to talk to you, who's not kind of insecure or apologetic for themselves is hot. I think yeah. someone who's really like, I'm this and I'm that and you want to be with me because I'm amazing. I just think, mm, not so much. <laughs> exactly. It's like,
3: it's a fine line between the two. It's definitely, you
0: know, make or break, isn't it? <laughs> Touch my abs. I can grate cheese. <laughs> Great. <laughs> How great is that? But, uh, oh, wow. I've not had that one before, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite strange, particularly when it's someone you don't know in a bar. <laughs> you, sort of think, you kind of pat them and go, bye, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. okay, See ya. <laughs> What do you think's the weirdest kind of chat-up line or the funniest or something that you've had? What, sorry, what was that? The kind of the weirdest or the funniest chat-up line like, or the funniest approach you've had from a guy.
3: You know, did it hurt like, you know when you heaven and all this stuff you're like really,
0: really? <laughs> the people say that <laughs> i think i've had two i think my one of my weirdest was a guy who obviously he got nervous he intended to throw ice in front of me and go that's broken the ice you know now we can talk and he actually smacked me in the face with ice <laughs> no way
3: that's amazing
0: <laughs> it was so funny. he was mortified he was like i'm so sorry i was like it's fine he was like so now i've like no like don't try and pursue the line now you've just like this is GBH <laughs> with ice <laughs> so oh, wow wow yeah what's some
3: really interesting guys
0: i have i have a magnet for nutters <laughs> like, <laughs> i really do i think um i think i just have that thing i think i'm i will talk to everybody and i'm quite approachable and friendly and i think the trouble with that is you do literally everyone will approach you <laughs> you're clearly intimidating them you have that look of like i'm fit and i will break you it's probably you know oh god
3: i'd love to think that was like i will break you
0: yeah it's like a real look of i just have a look of like yeah i'll pretty much talk to anyone (laughs) like have a crack meet the people who've just been dumped or break up with their wife or something and I'm sed- stood at the bar and I, I'm too polite to kind of get away and I'm sat there wanting to cry Like, and they're like going and then she yeah. did this and I can tell you everyone's life story in 10 minutes and they're like oh, my friends are always like, I always see they just say you're just too nice, I would just say shut up and walk off <laughs> but I, I... No, I,
3: I'm with you on that one because when I do uh, when, I, when I just talk to somebody I literally can't like move away and yeah. I don't want to be rude it's kind it's, of it's quite... The like the oh, awkward
0: exit <laughs> yeah it's like okay that was great bye <laughs> yeah. I know it's so it's so bad what if you had to have a t-shirt with a slogan on it um and it had to say like hashtag something lad what would it say I have to have one mm. are you saying yeah if you had to um I think you should have I will break you lad. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? You've nailed it actually. I love that one. do, do I. Do <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you should do that with for all your interviews, you just look them in the eye with like a get a get a kind of stare sorted and be like, I will break you And then you should tell that, that to all your all your competitors. Just look round. That should be your like catchphrase. It did work. It works. It will. You'll be, like, facing be people. I think that's, um, it's the fierceness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd have to practice with you, though. Like, first thing laughing afterwards. But, you know, I think I could get it. I could get it. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> Everything I record, I have to edit through. sort of three hours of me just laughing. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I can totally understand that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But, I think like you should child,
3: someone
0: random I will break you yeah and, and it, I'll tell you when you have you know the best sex of your life I'll, I'll expect the gratitude text saying I broke him absolutely <laughs> hashtag I will break you man. yes and I won't call afterwards you should add that on the end <laughs> <laughs> I will break you and I will not apologise maybe that's it <laughs> maybe maybe I'm setting you up for a career in dominatrix here there's something <laughs> <you know? laughs> that's your future I know see
3: I always wanted to know what I was going to get into
0: after skiing so. well there you go your mum will be so proud your parents know. will love it I
3: know well uh, I've got you to thank
0: for it so thank you so don't give her my name um, <laughs> inspiring emotion so we've got another question here from a guy who says um, it's actually it's a, it's a, it's a weird question but it's kind of a good one he says um, if you had an alter ego what would it be called and why What would it be called and why? Oh,
3: wow. Well, um, <laughs> okay. If I had an alter ego, well, you know, a lot of my friends are pretty mental, to be honest. So um, we've, we've all had alter egos in, in our time. And uh, mine, I sort I, of I changed from, from when I got quite drunk. So I was obviously Pamela and, and I changed to Pamela. <laughs> Which, as, I t- as soon as I was Pamela, then it was, it was trouble, definitely. But yeah. it was really bad, because then I started introducing myself to people as Pamela. And I was like, you know, it's like, and so, as soon as that starts, you know, I think it's time to go home, definitely.
0: <laughs> so, on your date, whoever wins, um, we've got to be careful, because she will break you. You've got to realise that she likes vodka, she knows about lesbianism and hot tubs, i ask her about that um and then ask her about pamela if pamela arrives on the date it's not a threesome it's time to leave <laughs> okay it definitely time to leave yeah <laughs> don't you love that when you're drunk and you're so i get like that and you're so kind of like sure of what you're doing you're saying you're like oh of course that's who i am <laughs> like what's wrong with you yeah i know. what is wrong with you exactly i always think i'm a gymnast and end up doing i always injure myself like ridiculously by hanging upside down off something or doing something or folding myself into a suitcase or like i'm always that's amazing that is a it is quite a lot of fun until you get stuck. The last um, time I did that, obviously drink responsibly. Anybody's listening, particularly if you're under 18. In fact, don't drink if you're under 18. Um, I <laughs> covered myself. I managed to. I followed myself into suitcase, and then I, I was. We were zipping it up, and I was going to zip up from the inside, and we were going to jump out with my friend who we were supposed to be helping to pack. And I managed to zip the entire length of my arm in the thing, and that really oh. hurt. <laughs> that really hurts. I had like oh a zip, God. a zip like um zip cut down the entire length of my forearm. Oh, it's awful it's horrendous. So I went to this meeting the next day with some clients that I know quite well, luckily, and he said to me, he was looking at my arm, and you know when people haven't asked you, and he was looking and looking, um, and he said to me, "What have you done to your arm? It looks like a track or something." I said, "Oh, I said I was I, was, I got a PVC thing I like to wear at the weekend, and it got a bit stuck." And he was just like, "Really?" I was thinking, "No, like who I- would?" Have got to say Oh yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> Oh really? I mean God, you know, yeah, I'm a gimp at the weekend. No. I thought for God's yeah. sake. You yeah, had a really good weekend. <laughs> always, always. I think that's the thing. I, I am quite um I'm quite gifted self harm, you know. <laughs> so, but I've never broke my neck. I think that you should you should just start that off as like, yeah, me and my ex boyfriend used to get a bit out of hand.
3: when I like before I had um my shoulder surgery, so before I had like I, I used to dislocate my shoulder all the time. You know, when I was playing like, sport <laughs> But then it got to the point where I was like, Oh yeah when I was when I was the other night out or something I was like, Oh yeah, like my shoulder's so loose loot I just pop it and it was the most horrible, horrible thing you could do. And then I thought it was such a good idea at the because everybody obviously would be horrified. And then uh, <laughs> Yeah, when when to the next morning, I was like, Hey, yeah, what, what what what's that
0: all about? <laughs> yeah, <Pamela> again. <laughs> you should do that next time someone bashes into you in the street, you should just cut your arm and be like, Oh my god, look at my arm. Look what you've just done to me <laughs> What have you done to me? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. You should do it to someone you know, it would be hilarious. Who just like pushes you gently and be like, Oh my god, you've just pushed my shoulder out. Oh my god, that's it, my career's <laughs> over. What have you done? <laughs> amazing. It'd be a good one to sort of chuck in on a first date, wouldn't it? I can dislocate my arm. Like, what? <laughs> I,
3: don't. I think I might freak people out if I if I uh, if I started talking about all this
0: on the first date. I think I might <laughs> I, I don't think know when to just stop talking. <laughs> I I never know when to stop talking. I think um I think that's the thing. I often think though, you need to go in hard and let people know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> exactly. I'm never going to improve from here, like, this is, this is, this this. I'm on my best behaviour, this is as good as it's going to get, that's my kind of first date, like, anthem. (laughs) Well, there's no point in resting around, (laughs) you you might as well. (laughs) I think that's, uh, I think that's the thing. Have you ever internet dated and would you, is another question.
3: I think, mate, mate, I won't write it off. You all write it off, but uh, it seems like a
0: lot of work to me. What would you put as your profile thing? What would you like have as like a, a tagline? Well,
3: I think I just have I will
0: break you. Uh, <laughs> <go, laughs> Come and chat if if you if you feel you, nervous. So I I uh, I think now I'm gonna use that for everything. I do. But, I think uh, that's it. <laughs> Um, I did actually, what I did was, um, about two years ago for something I was doing, um, I set up a profile to kind of look into internet dating and what kind of responses yeah. you get and I was quite honest, I said in my profile, you know, I'm I'm looking to write about, um, I did it really cheesily, I put something horrendous, like, um, I'm trying to write a book on internet dating or, or whatever I put and then I put, um, so if you think you could be in one of my chapters, get in touch. <laughs> expecting to get two randoms and like nobody because i didn't want to kind of lure people in and you know like use them or whatever that wasn't what it was about because i was honest with them um oh my god the w- i had 365 replies in like three days it was insane no. and some of the guys i mean i was sat there thinking it, it's a weird thing internet dating because it can make you really question who you are i had some guys in their 50s for example messaging me and i was looking thinking am I really like really do you actually think that like, oh my wow God. you know I was only kind of like early uh, 20s so awful oh wow oh, oh see that's that's. yeah I think when when you if you've got a picture like
3: when you look like you and,
0: and <laughs> I think um, I did um, set another one up and I put um, just for a joke like me and my friend were setting them up just thinking Yeah, and we put um, hi I'm Emily I'm 18 overly friendly and easily led and it was like boom 700 messages <laughs> wow <laughs> wow that's amazing I think the only guy that I got on there that kind of like of all of the people that I kind of met and got to know and weirdly enough I made some friends through it and we're kind of still friends now yeah. so that's kind of odd but um, I think there was one guy called Nigel and he was Disco Nige, and he was a kind of late 40s guy, which I think was more late 50s, and he started his own like disco company. I won't say what it's called, because Nige is still rocking the decks. Um, And wow. um, <laughs> he talked to me through song, and um, I couldn't help but kind of play back, and he sort of sent me like, um, I'm a survivor, Emily, don't give up. Have dinner with me because you can then tell people last night a DJ saved your life. <laughs> 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 Part of me really wow, wanted to go. That. He did. Oh, God, it just like, I don't know. That's amazing. He that was there. I've lived and then it was all fun and it was all entertaining and then um the guy who was doing the research with me said oh, I've got to message Nigel. back we've got to give Nigel a message and I was like no don't like you know he's a real person like don't be harsh um, so I said, like, obviously, all the messages are going to be used for the research and, you know, to be make him aware. And he was like, yeah, yeah, fine, no problem. He was like, um, so I was thinking, um, have you heard there's a song about Emily? I was like, I actually don't think there is. He was like, Emma, Emily, and it was a hot chocolate song. And he was like, he want to put your name up in lights. And he was like, I could put you in lights on my disco booth. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> my God. And he said, and said, yeah, that's what I love. Right? I, I, um, I said, wow, I said, Nigel, I think... Um, Maybe the age gap's a problem and he went, You're just as old you're only as old as the person you're feeling up on the dance floor and I was like, Oh, oh. and he would oh, he was um and he and he'd say things like, I could do 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 that and I just like oh my god Oh no, wow. he sounds amazing. <laughs> he was a bit of a legend. Um and he came and found me on Twitter and that's when it became awkward because outwardly tweeting last night a DJ saved your life didn't they and adding me was a little embarrassing <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, great. All right. and Brilliant. He, he was telling me about all well, you know he had this company to set up and he, he used to be a banker and so he had all this money so he set up being, being a DJ it's what he always wanted to do and he was like I said oh do you get many bookings and he was like yeah yeah I've got a regular and I said oh right where is it and it's um it's a working man's club in a certain area in the he was like, sometimes I do Hindus. So I was like, wow. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's just honestly. So he was bawling. So um, <laughs> good on that's Nigel. Brilliant. So if for no other reason, you know, you should join because you might meet a man like Nigel, who's still in my life. I might add. Um, he doesn't seem to wow. want to leave. Two years, three years, four years on. So wow, see, you know, you,
3: that's big. That's a, that's
0: a long term commitment right there. I know. I feel like um. Yeah, I feel I feel it's such a shame if we were born at the same time, you know, it would have been something he doesn't seem to think it's a problem. I think it's um, there's a whole like there's a whole parent's worth of years in between us. <laughs> so like Yeah. That's that's not yeah. good. What about you with age range? How old does this perspective date have to be? Um well
3: well you know, I'm I'm not really that I'm not really that kind of kind of fussy, to be nice. honest. <laughs> um, you know, I like I, I like a youngin sometimes, or or uh,
0: uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been out with anyone over forty. No, I think that's
3: kind um, of. I think that's kind of you know
0: I think that's kind of on on the limit I'd say. Definitely. Probably. Um, do you not know think? think that's kind of a limit? I think it is. I've I met a guy once, um, and. And it was one of those weird things I knew him when I was younger because I used to work in a pub when I was a student and he used to come in and then I saw him again really randomly in a bar like many years later and he's a very attractive guy and he was definitely older than me I knew that um, and he said to me I said how old are you when we were kind of talking about going for a drink and he was like I'm 41 and I was like okay but I thought well he's good looking I know him maybe I'll go for a drink with him. anyway he then kind of goes "What's what's to tell you and I was like thinking <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and he said I'm not actually 41 and I said okay then how old are you and he went well I'm a bit over forty-five. and <laughs> I was like, ah! it oh was forty-seven, going on forty-eight, and I was like, wow. Mm. Yeah, that, that's pretty big. Well, I mean, I, I, like, it's hard to say.
3: It
0: depends. It depends on the person, I guess. Yeah, because some people can be really. Um, I tell you, who I interviewed recently who, who looks very good for his age, and that's Ewan um, Thomas. Because he's like you near know, on forty, but he looks good for his age. Yeah, so.
3: yeah, yeah, he, he does, yeah, there's, I think there is, there, there, you do have your, your guys that definitely
0: mature with age, don't you? Yeah, 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 and I think because he's so kind of, he's so funny, you know, you kind of don't get the, I'd never, I don't think about how old someone is, you know, and then having like, you know, he's quite entertained, he always entertains us on Twitter, so he's quite funny. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a tough one, that would be
3: a tough kind of age, it'd be hard to put a limit on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. How about this? Right. My minimum. Own teeth. Own hair. Can see and touch toes. How about that? Yes. Perfect. have <laughs> done this before. <laughs> I have. I've thought about this for many years. <laughs> yes. Perfect. So, so, when I do create my online profile, I'm calling you up for something Absolutely. We'll do it. We'll do it together. And I'll um, I'll I'll make sure I give you Nigel's app so you can block him early. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, don't know I think he's just um i don't know i think he's a he's what the thing is though i have i'm a bit like i kind of love the crazies do you know what i mean like i just yeah. kind of i always meet these kind of mental people like i do quite a lot of charity stuff with old people and i always love the really like perverse or grumpy ones <laughs> like i'm like i'm I'm a sucker for the region oh they are one of my favorite old guys he said to me um he's really northern and he always goes um he goes emily love what you want to do is you want to think of life like this he says every man he says they want a woman who's like a cup of tea a good cup of tea someone who's warm wet and a little bit sweet (laughs) is like amazing he's like 86 or whatever no way. wow wow <laughs> yeah i was just thinking oh good god but um <laughs> so you know there's hope for us all i mean obviously i think 86 is a little old for me um but um yeah yeah he he's um yeah i think there's something always quite funny when older people say things that are a bit like I don't know. It's weird that we shouldn't expect it, but I don't. I always kind of go, "Wow." Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so it, it almost feels like you've got to kind of be quite polite and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when someone comes out with that, are yeah, going out the window a little bit. Yeah, I, I I think yeah. I was just kind of there was just this sort of resounding silence. I was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so that, that if, if guys you're wondering what you should look for in a woman that's exactly it warm wet and a bit sweet like a good cup of tea so <laughs> blimey <laughs> right. perfect perfect I'm, I'm kind of uh, kind of unsure on that one well is there anything you would like to say to our audience oh tell them where they can find you on Twitter actually you might not want to now I've told to all these things <laughs> This. There will be a picture. I think when we've got our TV, um, like we're going to be having a TV channel. Once we've got the filming sorted, we will do an Emily and Pam Day of Fun, and you'll be able to see that on Instagram and on YouTube. How amazing! Definitely, definitely. sounds good. So I'm going to get you signed up for sure. Definitely, it's going to be like we will break you. The Day of Fun. <laughs> <laughs> the day we broke people. It could be quite. <laughs> it could be quite good. I can give a few candidates we could speed date in fact we should try all the different types of dating we should go speed dating and i've been invited actually um i get all sorts of people email in and say oh would you like to come and do this for a day or or, you know do a show on this or whatever and there's this couple in derby who run a swingers club (laughs) who invited me for the day (laughs) and it's the most wow um, yeah, the best bit was bless you if you're if you're listening because I am gonna come and see you just probably not a night. Um, they kind of sent me a picture of them in their tracksuits, you know, thumbs up. And I was just like, wow, uh, he's he's quite a guy. So um, yeah, so that's always nice. So you know, anybody who's listening, preferably clothed, preferably legal and um, preferably not too scary if you have an idea where you know pam and i come and spend a day with you do something with you you know send it in you can email us at contact at tlr.fm and we'll come and spend a day with you you can have ideas for the emily and pam day of fun how about that <laughs> some of them will not be repeatable <laughs> amazing and do you have a website? And do you have a sponsor? We should plug your sponsor, and make them happy. Um, I my
3: website is uh, pretty simple, pamelaforward Brilliant. Um, I have uh, a few good
0: sponsors.
3: Um, Wigwam Socks USA. Nice. Um, they're they're pretty awesome. And uh, eGlove, eGlove are a really are a really rad company. They're they like really good to me. So, um, yeah, so I should say hi to both of those guys.
0: And and if you want gloves or socks, that is where you need to buy them from. And if you buy them from there, and then tweet Pam a picture of you in the socks and gloves, you've got more chance of winning a date with her.
3: Great. <laughs> right. You guys, you guys might like actually. Uh, one of my one of my good songs is uh, Hero Energy. Um, they're like it's like a it's a, a mint but it's, like, more more energy in this one mint than there's, like, an, in a can of Red Bull. So, um, I mean, you know,
0: they're, they're very handy. So uh, you should check them out. Yeah, and again, tweet her the picture to show you've got them. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, We could uh, pimp the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: this would be great. great. Hi, I'm Ben Fox, and you're listening to TLR. Hi, Ben. Are you
0: right? I'm very right. thank you. Are you?
1: Well, thanks.
0: So, tell us a bit about what you do.
1: Um, Basically, I'm, well, I'm 17 years old and I play wheelchair basketball. I think bad, Uh I met the GB assistant coach in a service station and he invited me to play up in Wolverhampton about six years ago. So, I went up for a taster and then... Is it,
0: is it more like a sport for you, like, you know, something you do or is it something that's kind of social as well?
2: Uh, well, it's basically pretty much my life now. I mean, I pretty much do it. Most days,
1: quite involved with it. I mean, like, obviously you get the social side, of meeting new people.
2: But I see it more as a sport than a hobby.
0: And what do you, where do you kind of? Because obviously you're still quite young, so where do you kind of hope to go with it?
2: Hopefully, well, the dream is to get to the Paralympics. Um,
1: hopefully, 2020, if not 2024. Um, so that's the dream at the moment. But we'll see what happens to it.
0: What kind of training do you have to do to to kind of? I presume it's a lot of upper arm strength. Uh,
1: well have our conditioning sessions so that's where we sprint around uh, in our chairs doing various different things and then we have our gym sessions and then we have a
2: shooting session and then we have a team session so there's quite a lot of training all different types so obviously mostly involved arms because that's what you use
0: and what about injuries i mean i've seen a couple of um i think like youtube clips where people clash it looks really scary <laughs> uh,
2: well to be honest not many people get injuries on court
1: Hmm. Um, the, only, the only injury I've had is in the gym, so it's not, not too
2: bad. But you yeah. do get some shoulder strains.
0: It's like How hard is it on your hands? Is that something, do your hands just kind of get used to it?
2: Yeah, I mean, when I first started, um,
1: my hands are torn Everyone gets loads of blisters. And then as, as you carry on, your hands start harder and get used to all the pushing and stuff. What
0: do you think is the least known thing about wheelchair basketball?
1: Probably that nobody knows that an able-bodied person can play.
0: Really? I do not
1: know. Yeah, you don't have to be disabled. You can play up until the top division in the, in the UK. Ah. So you can play in Division One, and then obviously
0: if your team gets promoted you have to stop playing and obviously you can't play in the Paralympics but that's about it really. Wow. Do you think that's a good thing?
1: Yeah, definitely because, I mean, especially we sit at the club a lot if, uh, the young disabled child comes in, and he has an older brother or his dad. They don't want to play on their own. So,
0: oh, I see. Them, yeah, it's big, a great idea.
1: Yeah. So for the able-bodied dad or brother to be able to play with them, get them involved in sport a lot, a lot more, and they get a lot more out of it. So, it's
0: good. And what about women? Are there are there many women that follow wheelchair basketball?
1: Hmm. uh I mean the leagues next in the UK so men play with women in the same teams so kind of
0: you, you, there is a separate women's league but that's not as well known as the main leagues if you know what I mean Yeah and what about um what do you think your kind of sort of top tips for someone who wanted to get into it are
2: Just go and check out your local club don't be afraid you will fall out well, actually, but doesn't
0: matter. So you're all right. I'll look <laughs> yeah. After you. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Um, and what about you? So you sort of play every day and obviously you do your training in the gym. So do you have like a coach as well? I mean how kind of seriously do you take it now?
2: Yeah, I've
1: um I've got my club coach, Alistair, and then I have a, a task coach who um, helps me with like my lifestyle balancing schoolwork and basketball
2: and all that kind of stuff.
0: So. how does it work with, with with like food? I'm I'm presuming you have to do kind of like a kind of um, a diet and things. Is it harder for you to lose weight would you say or is it kind of something you have to watch or are you quite lucky? At the
2: moment I'm quite lucky but when you get into the international
1: level you need to watch um, what you eat and not well, yeah, because of your weight and you've got to eat healthily but also there don't foods like there might be a bad drug or uh, you're, not, you're not allowed to drink a monster energy drink because I've banned.
2: Oh, right.
1: Um, so, yeah, so you've got to kind of look out for stuff like that. So make sure, like, if you're drinking a sports drink, you know where it's from. You know, like, the, when the first time you won't do it is the first time it's ever been undone. No one's, like, time to do it or anything. So I think mainly that, rather than, like, weight issues.
0: Yeah, just kind of being really careful what you're taking on board.
1: Because we're part of the junior setup, We get to train with the men quite a bit.
0: Oh, right.
1: So it's quite nice to see the men and how they train. And met Patrick Captain. Anyone listening you should definitely go and Google him. He's like the world's best player at the moment. Mm. So he's
0: quality. <laughs> he <can't
1: remember. laughs>
0: and is there anyone that you'd like to meet that you haven't met yet? That's
2: a tough question. Uh, I think probably someone like David Beckham would be pretty cool to meet yeah. him.
0: Yeah, I think everyone wants to meet yeah, David like Beckham. Lady, Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is a definition of a true lad?
2: He'll be funny. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: even though obviously I'm disabled people look past it so sense of equality obviously yeah uh, people, people who don't
2: judge people straight away
0: judge uh, for your banter and not for your kind of physical appearance or like yeah I don't know, it's quite,
2: that's a hard question
0: <laughs> have you met many 910s should we talk about women <laughs>
2: um, you can talk about women um, I've met many 910s i met Nicole Scherzinger she's, she's got to be at least
0: ok at least no, now this 10. I need to know about <laughs> She's one
2: hot yeah. lady. Yeah, I met Nicole
0: Scherzinger. Wish what was she like? Was she nice? Yeah, she's like
2: right. I, I, I got to hug her and then really speak to her because we've been ushered away. Yeah,
0: she's nice. Does she look as good in person? Oh, she's
2: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's
0: pretty feminine. That was a mental picture yeah. you've kept with you. I see. Yeah. <laughs> what about um female supporters? Are there many kind of women that come and watch? Good place to pick up women. <laughs> Might pick up a few. Oh, you see, <laughs> I knew, maybe I could one. tell.
2: <laughs> that's,
0: well, that's good. You've got time, you know. You're, 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 you're on, you're on course. You've met Nicole Scherzinger, and there maybe so,
2: yeah.
0: the odd female wow. supporter. I was gonna say it's one of those destroying moments, isn't it? It's never gonna you've peaked. <laughs> it's never it's never going up. So who do you think is the hottest woman in the UK? Hottest woman in the UK. I don't think it was Helen Flanagan, I'm afraid. Oh no,
1: definitely.
0: I did not agree it with that, a bit one. Of a that
1: one. one. Uh, the hottest woman in the UK. Have you watched The Real Hustle? I have, yeah. You know the woman off
0: there? Oh, Jessica Jane Clement, Yeah. You're She's Probably
2: nice. Girl. Yeah, she's a nice
0: girl she's too. Right. Maybe Jess Anderson as well. I quite like Jess Anderson. Yeah, yeah, she's a nice girl. <laughs> you managed. You, you can meet. There's there's other things to meet other than Nicole now. There's your aspirations. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And what about um Rio? Will you be kind of wanting to watch Rio? or? i hopefully, um, hopefully I'm trying to get tickets to go out there. So. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that would
2: be
0: cool. I persuaded Maybe. our... um superman lad our um ping pong ball guy i hate he hates it when i say that so it's table tennis david if you're listening it's table tennis um (laughs) he's our like he's our hope for for gold for there and i've persuaded him to take me with him i'm going to be his cheerleader on the sideline so that's that's pretty cool it is isn't it i have no idea if he's really going to take me though. i think it's one of those things he's just he's humoring me Yeah, it would be really good. We'll have to send you out there reporting for True Lad or something. Yeah, definitely. What about if you had to wear a T-shirt with a hashtag something lad on, what would you have? Do you have a nickname or anything like that? Probably not
2: something
0: that could be put on a (laughs) T-shirt. feel about that? Would you like to take a moment to address them for calling you cripple lad? Jesus.
4: No, that doesn't bother me. It's alright. Blimey. That's I'm nice. I more girls in.
0: I'm
2: because I
0: more Oh, you see. Nah, I, 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 could like, yeah. I could tell. I could tell you'd got the moves. I, I feel that uh, Feel that energy. <laughs> you should have like the passion wagon. Passion wagon lad or something.
2: That's a bit, a bit too long,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Sorry. So, if there's any ladies listening, um, what is it that you're looking for?
1: Uh, basketball comes first. The number one
2: rule. Good. I like that rule. Uh, I, don't, if,
1: if, you know, I don't care if it's your birthday. If I've got a game, I'm going to the game. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: no,
1: it's not happening. Um, nah, probably, I like short hair. Short hair's nice. hmm short though because you look a little bit like a lesbian so <laughs> it's, it's gonna be well, maybe shoulder length that's that's that's, the, that's where I go okay short because I'm, I'm a midget so short <laughs> I'm only 5'8 so
2: anything
1: under 5'8 is good um so I really there
0: we go
1: nice nice personality
0: yeah you have to check that in at the end <laughs> Yeah, we've got to be got to be supportive. Surely
2: sit at home with my five cats. I'm not building. Yeah.
0: And where can people find you online if they want to ask you questions about basketball and things like that?
2: Twitter. it's at
0: scrollfox 23 Okay, so you can go on there and you can follow Ben and you can ask him about basketball. If you have mid length hair, a female, into sport, not too annoying, probably under forty. Um, preferably under five uh, foot seven. So I... <laughs> oh, we don't discriminate. Even better if you're <laughs> if you're under sixty. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's it's maybe not. <laughs> Bit far. Um, yeah, go go and say hello to Ben. Um, and is there anything? Is there anyone you'd like to mention or say anything to? find them, and, Check them out as well. and give them something and then we're doing um we'll be doing a tv channel soon so i'm going to go and spend a day with people so i'll come and spend the day with you and we'll you can teach me to play it would be quite funny <laughs> every time someone comes oh, towards right. me i'll probably scream <laughs> but it would be quite fun yeah we should definitely do that that'd be a lot of fun and um and where can people come and watch you if you're going to play whereabouts do you play
1: at the moment i play up in
0: uh, Mm-hmm. We um,
1: play around the country really, so I always post the, uh, the fixtures on my, on my Twitter. So
0: yeah, we'll have to have, keep an eye out for those and if you're near one
2: of
0: the up. Yes, and watch. bring your friends, particularly if they're ladies. I <laughs> <Yep. laughs> will come that's along. True. We'll have to come to a game and we'll film it, and then we'll do some. Um, you can teach me afterwards. I'll be ready. Listen. Hone my skills. Nice. I had no idea I was allowed to play. This has like opened up a whole new world. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us.